you only think you liked that movie. Don't worry, we'll set you straight. You're listening to The Fellas. God damn, I slapped myself in the face. That bumper's putting me to fucking sleep. Oh, That's no some way. ambient shit. I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. I thought you were going to say it, it sounds like that trailer guy in the world where you thought you were wrong about I was going to do that, but as soon as I opened my mouth, I had to fucking stifle a yawn. It's just fucking me up. Oh, well, I, I guess the fact that it's not what I thought it would be would be congruent with the movie. I was vaguely surprised. It's, it's the angels of... of Disney telling you you were wrong. Yeah, whatever. So, everybody, it's the fellas. It's uh, me. It's Ray. Um, I feel we guys, we owe you guys a little bit more from that last one because we saw Deadpool and were thoroughly disappointed. So, we decided we watched something that we could shit all over. But once again, we were surprised. It turned out to be actually good. Up is down, black is white, dogs and cats living together. Who the fuck knows what's going on? But we brought Dre back with us. Say what's up, Dre. Hey, guys. Guess who's back in the motherfucking house? Woo! Motherfucking mail. Yeah, Ray, your enthusiasm is infectious. You know what? Before we get into what we reviewed, I need to have a one-on-one with the fans here. And you guys, I want you to put your own input in this. I, I come up with an idea because um, I was reading some of our uh, some of our fan mail, all all two emails of it, and um, someone pointed out, "It's like, yeah, you never have any girls on. I'm always shitting on women, saying how they're they're shit in the movies and whatnot." And they were accusing me being a sexist. Which I, I absolutely am not because I've told people all the time, I can't possibly be sexist because sexism is wrong and being wrong is for women. Oh, So there's no way I could be <laughs> a sexist. So what I decided to do to show that I can be a bit more progressive, I was thinking we can have one podcast for one movie, a girl power movie. And I'm thinking we have nothing but girls come in and review that one movie what, what, what do you guys think we won't be held responsible for what happens so i'm just go for go for it you don't think that'll be a train wreck I probably think, will be but yeah, let's I go for it that's wreck. what the people want yeah the people want bread and circuses and this definitely will be a fucking circus you know you can't give have, them what they want can't have more than two women in one room for any more than like three minutes before they start clawing at each other that's there's gonna true. be blood on the walls in the studio, but yeah, I, I think we'll, I think we'll do that. I'll see. I'll put some feelers out. See if we can find some broads. I mean, <clears throat> uh, some some respectable young women to review one. Yeah, I think we'll do that. All right. We decided to go out on a limb and spend some of our hard-earned money to watch and review Solo. Solo. Oh yeah. Solo. Solo. A, uh, a Star Wars story. So oh, what? Oh, hmm? Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. No. The. the this, it's called it's called Solo, a Star Wars Not, story. Like with Mario Van Peebles from 1996? I thought we were doing like a throwback show. Oh, are no, you, no, no. Are you fucking with me right now? Dude, I had it on Laserdisc. I was like, sweet. Why the Dust fuck would off. I want you to watch something on Laserdisc? I thought you guys doing a, I mean, you know you guys rate shitty movies sometimes? I thought it was one of those throwback shitty movie. I don't know. But that is kind of true. Are you guys serious? There's a Star Wars movie out? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Alright. You guys you know want to pause this and let me go right. watch the movie you know and then what? come back you know like uh, come back like, in two hours and do right. right. We all will right. pause it. We will literally no, hey. pause it. Right, we're gonna but, just, just but, call us in two hours. I guess. But I'm, Mario Van Peebles solo? Oh man, that's the shit, bro. We're not reviewing He's a cyborg that. and killing people in South no, America. I know. I know, I, know I know what that Mario Van Peebles solo thing is. We're not 
fucking reviewing that. I mean, if, I if, give it a full price. I give it a full price. I don't give a fuck what you give it. We're not fucking reviewing that. Great. Well, I'm plugging it. To- I'm plugging it anyways, Mario. If you get if Mario, if you're listening, it's on Prime Video. Okay. If you start getting residuals, shoot me something. Oh, All right, geez, I'm out. I gotta go watch this side movie. work. All right, Ray, get ready to cue the music back. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Right, sorry, guys. Sorry. My bad. My bad. We'll, we'll be back in in 2.5 hours, guys. This is Gotta Talk About It, and you're listening to The Fellas. Was it really necessary to play the bumper all over again? Yes. You know, I fucking hate that guy's voice. I don't I don't fucking like the bumper. Oh. There's, just, there's just some dude we found to do that. Look, man, he was willing to do it for nothing. So, all, nothing is all we had to give. Free? I feel like I, I feel like we're receiving negative. Nothing. We gave him experience. Oh Jesus! That's Christ. a lot. All right, so, no, so no did, better price than free. Did you watch Solo, a Star Wars story? Well, not if you guys were more specific. Yes, I did watch it, and I'm quite glad I did. I like the fact that it's called Solo only because he was far from Solo in this movie. <laughs> oh, that was a joke, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah, don't do that no more. Okay, because you're not. <laughs> You're not good at it. But no, we got Solo, which is supposed to be the origins or the, uh, I guess I could say the heavily bastardized origins of Han Solo. But I, I, I shouldn't be saying it. It's actually, it's actually pretty good. We'll, we'll get into some detail. It was as good um, as it's going to get from a corporate entity called Disney. That That is a very fair assertion. You would never have gotten this from uh, Lucas. So I guess I'll take what I can get. And, you I'm know, sure Lucas would have made it much worse than what we No, Lucas got. wouldn't have made it at all because it's not a movie <laughs> about, about his ego growing its own dick and having somebody stroke it off. So, no, Lucas, <laughs> Lucas would not have made this movie. I, as bad as the Star Wars sequels are, Star Wars is still much better off being in the hands of Disney because Lucas is a fucking madman. As he, long as they're not making anything on the main storyline. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. But first, let me, let me just go over the plot of uh, Solo, a Star Wars story. We all know who Han Solo is. I won't insult your intelligence by explaining who Han Solo is. But this is basically saying how he became the guy that you know and love i don't like that the whole thing takes place in my opinion so close to episode four but that's basically fine i think it's like what 10 years before what episode four yeah no by the end of it is probably about like a it year. seems like maybe what a, a, a few years you know Hey, I'm thinking like one year before episode four. No, no. I mean, because Han Solo is like, what, 10 years older than Luke? Yeah, I think he's supposed to be a bit more than that. I think Luke is supposed to be like 16 and he's supposed to be like in his 30s or some shit. But yeah. anyway, the idea is, you know, Han Solo, played by Alden Enreich, the third Enreich, I think. I don't know. He does a decent job, by the way. Yeah, he's on the planet Corellia with the girl of his dreams. And they're just like sort of sewer urchins, sewer rats. Think Aladdin. They're there where a deal goes bad and the things he was supposed to trade for his boss get stolen but he keeps one of them and he's like yeah i'm gonna use this to for me and my girl to uh to get off this planet unfortunately things don't quite go according to plan and only he makes it off because he's trying to evade the authorities he jumps into a recruitment line for the empire to be a fighter pilot and then they fast forward like three years and he's actually just like a grunt in the uh, military and there he meets up with a con man 
played by uh, Woody Harrelson. Carman's name is Beckett, and Beckett has his his group of lackeys or his little Mission Impossible sort of team or whatever. His, his band of scoundrels. There you go. His band of scoundrels. And the fact that Beckett puts Han Solo in a position where he's basically supposed to get killed, but instead of getting killed, he makes it out with Chewbacca in tow. So now he has a sidekick. He got out of this unwinnable situation, and he gained something out of it on top of that. So Beckett says, you know what? Fuck it. Let's take him with us. He's got potential. Yeah. And he basically becomes part of this band of scoundrels. Everything they do is planning for this one big heist. The heist gets fucked like eight ways from Sunday. And he's like, yeah, we got to report to the big crime boss that we were hired to do it for. And he's going to kill us. But because Han Solo is so witty, he manages to talk the guy into giving him a second chance by enacting another plan that's even more far flung than the first one. So they get together again. They recruit, you know, Billy D. Williams and his little droid sidekick. Oh, oh you mean Donald Glover. <laughs> Was that... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I keep saying Billy D. He pulls it off. Yes, he does. Yeah, oh, we're, he, we're, we're he nailed gonna, it. We're going to get Lando to the, the characters. Yeah, we're going to get to the actors in, the, a, in a while. Yes, yeah, the he Childish Gambino. Yeah. I thought he was running around singing This Is Coruscant, shooting people in the head. I, I thought he did that in his movies. And <laughs> no. he was like shooting stormtroopers in the head and dancing around and shit. It's weird. No, no. They they did a great job. But he, uh, along the way, Han Solo meets his, his childhood love interest. Mother of Dragons. Uh <laughs> Yeah, it was it Kira. was some other I, I keep forgetting that, that she was uh she was in there. What was the character's name? Was it Kira? Yeah. Yep, that was her name in this movie. You know played I, by Amelia Clark. I gotta take a sidebar for a second. Uh-huh. You know, she's managed to be in most of eighties largest properties. She was in Terminator, mm-hmm. and now she's yep. in uh, Star Wars. That's pretty good for her. You know, I have yeah. such a hard time, because you're right, she did play Daenerys, but she looks so different as Daenerys. You know, as Daenerys, that was her first acting job. Really? Yes. Get the wow. fuck out of here. Really? Yeah. Damn. I didn't even... Up. You know what was weird? I didn't even notice that was her in the... On the original... In the Corellia scenes. Before they got split up, I did not realize that was her until well, they brought her back. Yeah. I did not notice that was her. I mean, she's cute. She definitely ah, she, gets a job. She did a great... She did, she did, she, yeah. she did a I, great job. I like her British accent. She's born in, in 1986. God damn, I'm old. <laughs> she was born in, uh, in England. But yeah, no. She absolutely gets the job done. Now, she's cute. He meets up with her... And and now she's part of some big, giant, you know, mafia-style underground thing that's going on. And there's a lot of intrigue, a lot of backstabbing going on. At the end of the day, you know, they just sort of pull everything out. I'm going to stop there as far as story's concerned. I'll wait till I hit the spoiler button to go from that point on. I really think we should start with the characters. These people really pull out their A-game. Yeah, I mean... They I really did. I really like all the characters, even though they weren't on screen for that long period of time. This is what the series, the actual main storyline Star Wars should actually look at. All these characters are flawed, but yet you like them. You don't need to know everything about them, but whenever they're on screen, they kind of captivate your attention. That's what I really like. Val, she wasn't even on screen for that long, but felt like you actually cared about her character for the few moments that she was there. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Woody Harrelson's little team of misfits, I really liked them. I really liked the group. You know, they all brought a little something different to the table. You had yeah. uh, the little CG character with the four arms who was the pilot. Yeah, he was John Favreau. Yeah, that was John Favreau. Oh, you mean, uh, you, know, you mean the guy who was uh, Rio, Rio Durant? Yeah, and yeah Rio. Is, he was barely there for that long at all. But in that short amount of time, I got attached to him. Yeah. And that just yeah. means you're doing it right. Each person had their own individual personality. The chick that Beckett was into, was that Val? Yeah. Yeah. Val? I, was, yeah. I was glad when she died. I couldn't care less. But she 
had to she had to be on Westworld <coughs> so that you know she yeah. couldn't be on set too long. Exactly. Yeah, but she, they all like held their weight. They all like brought something different to the group. You know. Yeah. It, I mean, I liked it. You know, it was a good, felt- good group dynamic, good banter in between with the characters. The one thing I liked what what they did with Woody Harrelson and character and Alan. I'm gonna just call him Han. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I, I just call him Han. Han Beckett and Han's character. And it felt like you were playing a tutorial video game, and every time Beckett would give Han something, it'll be like, okay, you just acquired a weapon. Like, yeah. you acquired yeah. your first weapon. You acquired your first group. You just acquired your first sidekick. Everything was like a challenge. It was pretty awesome. I, I liked it. Just the very beginning when Han joined the Empire, and then the explosion comes right afterwards. I thought that scene was pretty epic, man. It really kind of got the blood pumping. I love them showing on the ground the real nitty gritty the dirtiness of what it's like when the empire is trying to conquer a planet it's not just you know bomb the planet and throw down a bunch of ATATs and we're all good it's like no they gotta send troops down yeah. there and guys are getting murked it, left it and felt right. like you know saving private solo yeah there you go saving private solo everyone's dying nobody knows who's in charge anymore it's just a big fucking cluster <laughs> cluster fuck and, and yeah you, it was very nice and I liked you know what it. this might have been one of those Star Wars movies where every body was fucking dirty from head to toe i like that you notice like most of the you know from the first three movies everybody was pristine and clean no one touched any ash or soot or any dirt in this movie you get to see them playing with the mud you know they were filthy and one thing i really have to stress none nothing looked out of place like right. there was no super technology overriding all the buttons and dials and were all the all buttons fat and are consistent and yeah. shit i love that I, that's what i loved about rogue one i love it just felt like tactile right when han was in the mud when they put him in the pen with mm-hmm. where he met chewbacca yeah like that whole scene i was just like ugh, this just looks ugh, this just it should look nasty filthy yeah. You know, but it was just cool to see how all the elements came together. It's like, oh, that's how we met Chewie. Oh, he's, he was able to speak, you know, some uh-huh. Wookiee language. Oh, this is where he got the blaster from. Yeah, Lando Calrissian. He said in Empire, he got the Falcon from him in a card game. So you see yeah. them playing cards. All these little elements was like, aha. All these little tidbits. Aha. All these little like tidbits. All these little aha moments. I freaking, I like the uh, the villain that they're working for, Dryden Voss, played by Paul Bettany. Oh, he yeah. was convincing, man. He The way that... That guy did it. Yeah. He played the sort of guy that's suave and you could talk to him like, I like this guy. This is a good guy. And you would just see him snap and just brutally it's, disembowel somebody. And you may not even know what, what it was you said. He just so cut some dude his, open. His first I love intro, it. His introduction scene, he was pretty much gutting a guy. Yeah. No, the planetary governor. What? <laughs> he was well, yeah, gutting yeah. the planetary governor. Whoever like, was doing the makeup Jesus. on him, because there was this moment where he got really angry and his eyes started getting bloodshot red. I thought he was. I thought he had been poisoned. I thought that's that's a trick. They poisoned him. He didn't realize it. His eyes just had blood well, flowing all into his well, irises. Well, dude. Paul Bettany had to make up the gap and the difference from being absolutely just beaten up in Avengers. He totally eh. he didn't do shit. I guess he you know he had to come with a little bit of vengeance. Oh yeah, he movie. was Vision, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He did a better vision in this he did in that thing all the actors in this movie did an awesome job well who would you say is the actor that took the cake out of all of them though i don't know man donald glover sold it man yeah. he sold that lando yeah. 
pretty hard. And I was I was ready. My zipper was down. My cock was out. I was going to piss all over that guy. Oh, and then, yeah, I, and then he came I, out after like seeing him work his magic for like five minutes. I had to tuck it back in and zip up. You know, it's like, I was like, it ain't going to happen. Everything you heard Shy about bladder. me. I was ready to destroy this movie. That scene where Han walks into the card game and he just like kind of leaned back talking about like how he was macking some chick and he's like, yeah. she was an Imperial officer. Yeah, this, Dig this, it, this, baby. This, and I'm like, oh, wow, this dude, this dude is channeling his inner Billy D. And then yeah. he proceeded to call Han Han. Oh, and I yeah, was like, yeah. yes, yeah, I'm yeah, watching yeah, Empire Strikes Back asshole. tonight. <laughs> yeah, and, then, and then there's that scene where he took out like the malt liquor and he sat it on the table and started pouring some out for everybody. That was, oh, that wait, that's yeah, in the that, director's that was, You didn't uh, see that part. <laughs> now, I, I, I saw the He was like, what's up, Kira, baby? Would you like a nice cold, cold 45? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Google, it, really? Google it, kids. Google it, kids. <laughs> yeah, Google it, kids. I'm, I'm sure some of you were conceived because your mother was thinking of Billy D. So in many ways, your mother thinking of Billy D and your father having that delicious Colt 45. You all have Billy D to thank in many different ways. That I will say there is a character that I hated. And I guess you can just say how good Ooh. of a job they did. We're on the, the same page. That fucking robot, L3. Oh, my fucking God. That <laughs> I wanted to back robot. I wanted to backhand that robot so many times jesus they, they dispatched of her fairly quickly so she wasn't in there enough to ruin it for me but that robot fucking got under my skin deep and the thing is that robot put such an impression on me and with rogue one my favorite character was the robot again robots <laughs> putting an impression on me you know her design was actually really cool and I like oh, well, why because she looked like a chick with the hips or whatnot. Well, she was walking like a woman. It was just very feminine. She was a little obnoxious, but it still gave the it gave she was very obnoxious. It gave the the whole movie a different kind of color. It was Damn, nice. She it was, was born in it London, was... England too. All these fucking brides are born in London, England. Dude, I just wanted a, I just wanted a great heist movie, and this was like the Ocean's Eleven meets yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, they should have just took that robot stuff out, and I would have been happy. You sure? But anyways, let's keep going. All right, all right. Yeah, I don't want to get too fixated on that. There's not that many characters, man. No, it's not. There's only like five characters that you will actually remember. I like the fact that the aliens felt like the worlds were oh, actually yeah, really... much better aliens in this than what they had in the in, uh, No, in uh, The Last six. Jedi. Yeah, The Last what, Jedi. Was that the last one? This one here felt so alien when they went on that guy's private yacht. And you had some oh. woman singing some shit off key. I didn't know what the fuck. She, it sounded with like it was little, off with key. The little, with the little mutant guy in the The brain in the jar with teeth that was singing yeah. with her. And I'm like, what the fuck that, is that? That was pretty trippy. That reminded that was, me of the of like seeing the cantina scene for the first time when exactly. I was a kid. And they had like the, the crazy band playing. It, it reminded me of Fifth Element-ish. Yes. It kind of reminded me of that as well. Like trippy and alien looking. <laughs> Man, I like seeing that and saying, yeah, this is what would be really alien to someone. And if you look at The Last Jedi, oh, let's go to some place filled with all these aliens. What's really alien to us? A bunch of humanoid people gambling at a casino. I'm like, that doesn't really freak me out. And even in the first movie, even in the first in the first new movie, when they did go to a bar, that cantina scene felt very like shoddy and forced. 
Yeah. It didn't even feel yeah. good. Was because like, it was this? a remake of the original. It All felt that like planet. they were ripping off the original Cantina yeah, that, scene. That whole, the planet was, Cantina. that whole planet was just a remake of Tatooine. That's yeah. all that was. But this one was like really refreshing, like very refreshing. And I was telling, because I was over Star Wars movies after seeing the Last oh, Jedi. Oh, yeah. I was like, "Fuck Star Wars! I'm never watching any <laughs> of these things ever again." But yeah. this thing just felt like like fresh, you know. I, it, I, it felt fresh because it wasn't held down by the previous two movies. It's a self-contained movie about some shit that happened, and because you already know the grand idea of what's going to happen in the future, you're not invested. You don't have to sit there and wait and see, man, will this end well? Uh, no, it ended like shit. Yeah. I, I don't like the way it ended. No, you know how it's going to end. It's a throwaway situation. You don't have to be attached to. You can just watch it and enjoy it. But you I know think what? all the Star Wars movies should be like I that. I know, but it was, it was... I mean, this thing was filled with double crosses and triple crosses. Crosses and this guy yes, played this because everyone was everyone was out for themselves. It was because like because they weren't trying to shove crooks. some fucking SJW horseshit message down your throat, man. Yeah, you know that's why. You know what? You know what's pretty awesome about this movie that a lot of the other movies don't get. You know, because episode one, two, and three, you kind of knew what, what was going to happen, but yet there was like no real surprises after the first no, one. No, no, no. Episode but, one, two, and three, you knew what was going to happen, but the problem is with episode one, two, and three, they were doing shit that ripped apart the entire story of four, five, yeah. and six. It's like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but you know what? It maybe because it was this movie wasn't focused on any Jedi. Yes, that anytime too. You, you focus a movie on Jedi's, you know, Rogue One no, have no Jedi's, mm-hmm. and then this has no Jedi's. But yet yeah. these two movies feel a lot more in unison with the four, five, and six. Episode four and five didn't really focus on Jedi. It was only Episode six, and even that, the only part that really focused on the Jedi was the end with him and Vader and Palpatine. And even that wasn't mm-hmm. about fighting and shit. That was just them philosophizing with each other, talking about what is evil what is good blah 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 let your anger take hold of you just sitting there looking angry and shit the lack of jedi definitely made it better because the force awakens and the last jedi is nothing but a goddamn jedi circle jerk and it's fucking awful Mm -hmm. it is fucking awful you know you can have a jedi but have them in the background just see them every now and then and then that's it Mm -hmm. this is just more exciting yeah Yeah, and it doesn't have to be star wars it's like you said it's just oceans 11 in space you don't have this doesn't have to have shit to do with star wars this can just be yeah some guy in space gets his space team together and does some shit the 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 end. End. <laughs> it's fucking good, it's fucking good. I yeah like the first time i saw the uh infant's nest character i thought i looked at it it's like man isn't that that guy from freaking apple seed the robot yeah the robot yeah it's like man it just looks like exactly like apple seed <laughs> I, I i'm trying to remember which robot you're fucking talking fucking about. apple seed man i don't know i don't care you know what was phenomenal <laughs> shit when man. we were talking about awesome space creatures and alien creatures and what not dude what do you think about the giant fucking space squid that got sucked into the black hole that was a cinematic feast for the goddamn eyes dude that was oh that was awesome a giant squid that lives in the vacuum of space and they tricked it by trying to go so close to like a i guess what can only be described as like a super black hole and the the, black hole the maw cluster and the black hole was dragging it in while it's trying to to fly back out of the hole and there was so much gravity it ripped the fucking skin off the alien and you just saw the skull before it, it goes back in and this thing is like bigger than a goddamn star destroyer that's how fucking big this alien is yeah and it ripped the fucking skin off it because it was sucking it into the black hole i was like yo that is fucking dope 
And, and, that is fucking beautiful. And what's cool is like this is not the first time you get to see the Millennium Falcon encounter beasts in space. Well, yeah, but that, yeah, that, that was a callback to what, what was though. that? New, a New Hope, where they landed on that asteroid no, or whatever, Empire. and had that, that was worm creature living in it. That was Empire. Anyways, that was awesome, and I'm glad they brought you, something you, similar to that. You know what? A lot of people didn't notice it. I love the fact that they put that 1980s, 1970s camera filter when they put the binoculars on. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, it had that, that that same film grain that the original. Oh, I didn't catch that. Oh, no, it's just little touches like that that actually. Yeah, those little touches were awesome. Hit that hit that spoiler button. Yeah. Let's get into some spoiler territory because yeah. this, is, this is where it's going to get good. Oh, yeah. Now, ever since the first scene where he got off the planet and joined the Empire, I'm constantly sitting there waiting for the double cross. I'm like, someone's got to double cross someone else. And with all the different ways I thought the double cross could have come about, it came about in a way that was like, okay, I didn't actually see that coming. It's more like a triple cross. My yeah. friend double crossed me by working with the enemy. And then because I manipulated them in such a way, my friend who had double crossed me to work for the enemy double crossed the enemy and took the same shit that he told him I was going to run off with, but I just happened to show up with the shit. Yeah, yeah. it's here. It's in a box, just like I told you it was. It, it's all right fucking here. Really? Yeah, really. Boom, boom. Shoot all the guys, men. I'm taking this. <laughs> He's going to walk off with us like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. That, that was I a, love that. Beckett is one of those characters that I wish he would have survived, but he actually had to go. No, I knew he had to go. Uh, there was a lot of homage to the uh, the books especially to uh, uh, Shadows of the Empire, when the guy said, you have to understand, there's another organization that I work for that's even bigger than me, and you don't want to piss them off. And I was like, oh, okay, Black Sun. Because they are, his organization is the Red Dawn, isn't it? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah they're, Red Dawn. they're underneath the Black Sun, because the Black Sun is like a council of all the largest crime families and they sort of make sort of like the rules that everyone else will abide by to keep them all from going to war it's sort of like the the the, the major don on the council of dons you know and i was like oh, okay it's the black sun so we're gonna have prince shizor all right prince shizor is gonna show up and they're probably gonna make a uh, a shadow of the empire movie which would be awesome but uh they didn't they didn't do that instead they gave you the uh the fan service at the end I don't know why they put him there, but everyone was happy. For oh. some reason, fucking uh, Darth Maul yeah. is apparently the head of the uh, the Black Sun. I'm like, where the fuck is Prince Shizor? Where's Shizor? And his, <laughs> and his fucking uh, death android machine that rips anyone to pieces that crosses him. Well, you yeah, see, I was, you I see, was kind of shocked to see Maul in there. Yeah, yeah, no, did anybody well, the watch Star Wars there? Rebels? No, what the thing is... A lot of people don't know that the actual animated Clone Wars is is canon now to the movie. Yeah. Yes. So Maul survived. And it was so, in the Clone Wars. Yeah, he was but didn't Obi Wan kill him in Star Wars Rebels? No, he cut his legs off. That's why oh. you saw you saw his mechanical legs. Okay, I thought he killed him in Apparently, Rebels. Okay, keep going. The Black Sun <laughs> is mentioned in the aftermath of the trilogy, so it exists before and after the Solo movie. If I remember, Maul leads the small Shadow Collective in the end of the Clone Wars. Black Sun is no longer a part of the Shallow Collective. So I assume the Crimson Dawn is a brand new organization created by Maul. So the Black Sun is no longer this a part of the This is a form I'm reading from people are, 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 are guessing the same shit. They have no idea what, what if it is or not the Black Sun or not. They, it, people are confused. It, it, the, the whole thing is, if you're going to go based on canon, Shadows of the Empire takes place between episode 5 and 6. And the Black Sun was like absolutely running shit 
simply because Palpatine was like, yeah, I need the underworld uh, being orderly. I need order. So we're going to, to, to very slyly back you guys. And you guys are going to whip everybody into line. But we don't want one getting too powerful. We just want you to have everybody in line. And that's what the Black Sun was. They they were just completely unstoppable as far as a criminal organization was concerned. What are you pointing at here, Ray? Oh, you see, look, that's the Pike. Pike's yeah, I don't know. I never saw uh, the animated yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. yeah, yeah, thoroughly enjoyable movie. Thoroughly enjoyable. I, I don't think I have ever in my life been so, so surprised in what I expected versus what I got. Especially since so many people on YouTube have just been shitting all over this. Oh, man. The, the reviews of, on the, for this movie are brutal, but I mean, this was brutal. such a well-made, tight little movie. I mean, what are you going to expect from Ron Howard, man? At least he's a competent director. Yeah, he, he's very competent. I was also surprised for the lack of like Easter eggs. It was didn't seem to be that many little Easter eggs in this movie. Yeah, well, I mean, there, there was a surprising lack of Easter eggs, and I will also say I was surprised because they played the whole Han Solo has a heart of gold thing a bit too close to the chest. Yeah, I could. I could have played that down a little bit. Because there were like a million different opportunities where I'm like, yeah, Han Solo will, will take this shit and walk the fuck off. You know, he's like, don't put your neck out for anyone else. But they could be trying to say this is what led him to be that way. I was always of the opinion that he never gave a shit about anyone else until, you know, after he was in the rebellion. When he came back for uh, Luke and put himself on the line, it's yeah. like, yeah, that was the first time I ever put somebody before myself. But Yeah, maybe... that, that's what I kind of thought as well. And I would have liked to see them play that up a little bit more. Yeah. I just have him and I'm thinking... be a little bit more of a I'm thinking maybe this is supposed to say how he became that way, not caring about anyone else, because he learned some hard lessons. Well, the thing is, you saw him shoot first in this one at the very end. Yeah, I was expecting him to mention it. You shot first. Always shoot first. That's what what I expected. (laughs) Because he knew he was going to shoot. Awesome. That's what I really, really fucking expected, though. I, I really thought they were gonna they were gonna do that. That uh, would have been did, real funny. Did anybody catch like some the name drops like Bosk and like Aura Singh? I was trying to like, remember them, but there's so many. Like when, when 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 they brought Han on, Val was Val said something like she mentioned Bosk. When, when yeah, she they mentioned spoke like, about other sisters. bounty hunters. Yeah. I mean, other people to help with the heist. You know, Boss was that, like the lizard I bounty hunter it. from oh, now original I Star Wars trilogy. Him. Yeah, okay, okay. And that then they said uh, episode uh, Beckett episode killed Ara Singh. Ara Singh was like one of the other bounty killers mm. that was in, I think, one of the Clone Wars series. Yeah. Anyway, it was it, it was cool to see those little names dropped in there. I was expecting a lot more, but they just but kept you know it short what? and sweet. I'll, I'll take this. I'll take this. Overall, great job. You know, Disney, I'll stop shitting on you for a week. We'll make that deal. I I'll, I'll give you a week of me not spitting when I when I mention your name. <laughs> Because you did Lando right. You did Lando right. I love the fact that you get to see all his capes. And he's yeah, like, yeah, oh, like she's, trying to put, she's trying to put out a fire. He's like, man, that's, that was like what a... That's a custom made, a custom man. made cape. <laughs> they bitch, that cape is custom made. I will put my hand on you. Now, was there anything else that stood out before we uh, give this thing a review? You know, Willow was in this movie. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, they oh, throw him a bone. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That's, let's let's go into that for a second. These raiders that are constantly fucking up these guys' uh, plans, they're like pirates. And I'm like, Infinite okay, snaps, yeah. you know, they're they're also trying to steal the, the shit. 
And it gets to the point where when they reveal who they really are, their main leader, who looks like this big hulking guy, takes off his mask. And he's like this ginger white girl who... She was cute with, a freckle yeah, with all the, the freckles and the red hair and shit. Yeah, she's she real cute. <laughs> yeah, she can get it easy. But it's like, yeah, they, they come up. So, yeah, we're, we're from a bunch of planets that were actually victimized by these warlord bosses. And we're going to get this fuel to help a rebellion to stop these warlord bosses. I expected Han Solo to like burst out laughing like you fucking for real (laughs) are you fucking for real this is the stupidest goddamn thing I've ever heard this is fucking retarded that's what I expected I was really expecting that part of the story to really make me hate this movie but even that was done in a cool way they put a twist on it it was a double cross triple cross again all I know Aaron Kelly man I liked it I liked uh, everything about it I like I just like like everybody was couldn't be trusted no one could be trusted Lando freaking left the mast out. <laughs> yeah, none of them should have been trusted. That's I, I, what makes it so great. I think Warwick Davis made sure that he had the throw. Because, <laughs> you know, Peter Dinklage is like, anytime they need a midget, Peter Dinklage is there. So they're like, you know. you know, Yeah, Peter give, Dinklage was probably busy. He was probably busy. It's like, we got to give Warwick Davis a, a, a shout out. Put his ass in the freaking costume there. Looking old and tired. Yeah, they. I, I bet they really, really wanted Peter Dinklage. Damn, they don't have her date of birth in here? Is she that new? She's only been in this uh, uh, a show called Raised by Wolves and Les Miserables. Jesus. She has her she has her con she really is new. Jesus. She's got her contact info on IMDB. I can view her agent. <laughs> like, God damn, girl, you've been in two fucking movies. Hey girl, you eighteen? They love that shit. So that's the best you, pickup line. Yeah, you better hit her up before she gets too popular. You oh, might you might have a chance. Yeah, I can tell her I'm an agent. Well, then again, Harvey Weinstein's kind of fucked up the whole casting count yeah. for everybody else. <laughs> you want to be a star, don't you? Well, take him off. <laughs> yeah, he, he fucked it up for everyone else. But yeah, they, they come out and they're like, yeah, we want to use this to, to help some people. Yeah, that was that was kind of kind of bullshit. But. You know, there I saw some characters that were in here that I saw in Rogue One. Who? Uh what? Yeah, like at the very end in Infant's Nest, you know there was that character with the um right before you go to the what's that black dude's name? The crazy one he's always playing. Forrest Whitaker, yeah. There was a guy that was sh- taking uh you know the characters from Rogue One to see Forrest Whitaker. Mm-hmm. There was this character with like a face mask and pipes going out from his from his mouth and it's the same character in this movie. I don't know why. You well, only was... see him in the background like in two shots. Yeah, that's a that's a fun fact that nobody cared about. Oh, well, yeah. Damn, another redhead that's hot, Lily Newmark, who plays as a character no one cares about. <laughs> And she is well, also I don't in the I same mean, this, series. This movie, this movie, chick, I can't wait for this movie to come out on DVD because I'll, I'll definitely watch it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Let, let me let me give you my rating of this movie because it's pretty good. I'm actually gonna give this a full price, which what? is the same thing I gave Rogue One, and I didn't feel good about giving it a full price, but I was like, "Fuck, man!" I went in there saying I don't want to see this shit, and I left pleased. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, it was worth my money, and I'm saying the exact same fucking thing about this. I'll give it a full price. It was good. I'm gonna tell you one thing about this movie. You're gonna lay, you're gonna lay it down. I'm gonna right? lay it fucking down. Okay, I didn't see a character 
character that was pointless. That's one. I didn't see some woman being an admiral dressed in purple and you're just saying, why the fuck is she even there? You know, why is she there? I'm starting to hate the main storyline. Main storyline is starting to suck. They've punked out Luke. They punked out all these other characters that we love. And then now we get something where, you know, even if the characters only last the span of just one movie, they're memorable. Can't wait yep, for that. Can't wait for that Lando Calrissian movie that they're going to make. They're making. Oh, I can't. Are they making one? Yes, they are yeah, making. They are. I'll watch it. Right, so, what was your rating, Ray? Oh, it's gonna be a major full price. Oh, there you go. Nice. There you go. It's awesome. That movie's awesome. And what are you gonna give it? Again, after watching what was the last one? The, the Last Jedi. Yeah, the last. Abortion. After watching the Last Jedi, I was like, "Fuck Star Wars!" And I really sat down and thought real hard. I was like, "When was there a really good Star Wars movie?" And I was like, "I have never seen a really good Star Wars movie." Except, yeah. I mean, the the original trilogy aside. Yeah, because I was like, after everything that- they've made. It's been like yeah, garbage. Because after that, you had the prequels, all three of them garbage. Then you have Force Awakens. Then you have The Last Jedi, both of those garbage. And to be brutally honest, I remember watching the original Star Wars as a kid, and I, I was probably in college before I even realized it was three movies. I'll be straight up with you. <laughs> <laughs> because when it came on television, they would just say Star Wars. No one called them by the names. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, Star Wars is on. So I watch it, watch a piece of it. I'm like, this shit makes no fucking sense. I had no idea I was watching three different movies. I was just, so I was like, to me, I I was never a huge Star Wars guy, so... Mm I get into college. I sit down with my nerd friends. We get into Star Wars. I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Then the prequels come out. I kind of enjoyed episode one, but everything else after that was crap. Force Awakens, crap. The Last Jedi, crap. I'm like, Star Wars is bullshit, man. I'm not I'm not a Star Wars fan. I never was. I was like, fuck Star Wars. <laughs> this movie? Oh, my God. Changed my changed my mind. I loved, I loved everything about this movie. It was like really tight. It was well done. Interesting characters. I love a, a good heist movie. Full price for me, man. Full price. Excellent. I recommend anyone go out and watch it. It's a great movie. So we all give this a full price. That's look at that. Look that's at that. enthusiastic. That's very mm-hmm. enthusiastic. So when, what's the next one going to be, Ray? The next Star Wars main storyline? No, no, fuck that. I don't care about that. I'm saying the next Star Wars story. Is it going to be Obi Wan? Is it going to be Lando? Gonna, I think it's going to be Obi Wan then Lando. Obi Wan <laughs> then Lando. And I guess they're going to show how Lando became the the governor of Cloud City or whatever the fuck. Uh, I don't know. He's going to probably be banging chicks. That's all I really ask for. Let him bang chicks. And as long as he doesn't take off the cape while he's banging him. I just want to see more capes. Hey, you can see more cakes and more banging. It's, it's all good. Yeah, it's, man, some some luxurious some, capes, man. Yeah, I might start rocking that trend gonna, out here. We need to bring that back, the gentleman's cape. There's going to be Tell something for cape. everybody. I got a question. Cape. So I guess... In- Infant's Nest becomes the Rebellion? Hmm. No, I wouldn't think they, so. I think they, they might just be working with the Rebellion. Because they, they don't mention it at all, but I mean, I guess. I, I figured she was working, they were they were working with the Rebellion. I don't know. See, now we're going too deep down the rabbit hole. Because, I mean, Star Wars Rebels is canon, right? And that has a lot to do with the founding of yeah. the Rebellion, so... That first heist scene with that train was fucking awesome. That was. No more than expected. And the ships, they weren't like happy-go-lucky, crazy-looking ships. They were like really like regular like tractor, like a tractor starship. Yeah. And, and it was just cool. It was just a utility starship. You never actually get to see like a utility starship. Yeah, that was really idea. cool, the designs. Wasn't it cool to see like to see a brand new Millennium Falcon? <laughs> 
Yeah, well, I was mentioning it to Ant that what? Why does it look complete? Why is the front end completed? And it, he mentioned, yeah, it's because a, at the end it got busted up. No, no, no. This is because it's a what you call it? Oh, the ejector, the, the life, the life, oh, the lifeboat. Life life he, he, he broke it off. Yeah, he ejected it. Yeah, it's pretty awesome with the lifeboat, though. You think about it. Yeah, it was it was good, and I was <laughs> I was so excited about ripping Solo apart, and I watched <laughs> it, and I I felt bad because I was like, man, I'm actually getting into this. I mean. Yeah, they, they fucked his story up royally, but not too much. And I was like, mm, yeah, this is all right. But you, I you mean, are, are you a, a fan of like you, the novels and stuff? Of yes. The, back in the day? See, yeah. I never read any of those. So the, the novels back in the day were the only thing that kept the franchise interesting enough that it warranted Lucas making those prequels. Because he's like, people love my three movies so much. It's still hot after all this time. And I was like, no, no, it's not because your three movies are still this hot. It's because all these independent people came with their own ideas and continued to generate interest. And when he made those prequels, and those prequels had shit all to do with any of the lore that was created by the people in the books, they, they fell flat. And his mm-hmm. ego was hurt that no one liked the fucking prequels, and that's why he sold it. So, oh, you know, people would say, oh, he, he sold it because he really looked like he wasn't going to make money anymore. I was like, no, they didn't have shit to do with it. It was his fucking ego. Because those prequels were fucking awful. And oh, people they, told they him, were god awful. People told him, online everybody was like yeah it's just fucking awful and it hurt his fucking ego and he sold it off because he wasn't gonna make any more because his ego got hurt fuck him you know one thing i do notice whenever they make these contained independent star wars movies they're always better than the actual movies in the franchise. Yep. Rogue, Rogue One and Solo, while maybe not being the best movie ever, leagues better than any of the prequels and leagues better than these last two Star Wars movies. Oh, definitely. I like Rogue One. I was in the, I, I mean, I did too. It was a story. I, told you, I had no interest in seeing the minutia of how they stole the plans. Yeah. But, like, it was a well-made movie, very solid. It was just a this? random story that had an end and didn't try to put some sort of a fucking message out there. It's like, yeah, yeah, this should happen. The end. <laughs> Roll credits. Yeah. I was like, you know and what? Th- and this one, they did an awesome job, man. Yeah. Even even Donald Glover, he, he tends to get on my nerves sometimes. He did a great job, and man. And he was the one I heard the most bad shit about. But he really pulled off that whole the whole Dude, same that, that, level that of Billy cocky D swagger. Douche, yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. That Billy D cocky douchebaggery swagger. From the second he said hand, I'm like, yes. He's got it. Han. Uh, It's actually (laughs) pronounced Han. Yeah, Han. So, uh, yeah, this and that and whatever. It's like, oh, (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh, man. I was like, yes, I'm going to go watch Empire Strikes Back tonight. Yeah, he pulled it off. Because even as a kid, I was like watching Empire Strikes Back. All I'm thinking is like not not in these many words because as a kid, my vocabulary on males and females hadn't reached that level. But I was kind of like, women's panties are getting wet for this asshole. It's like this guy is... <laughs> This guy seems douchebaggy as shit. Dude, I just remember the Coke 45 commercials. Yeah. Nice Coke, Coke 45. Nice Coke, Coke 45. Deep, yeah, Billy D always was the pimp, you know what I mean? Yeah, I actually, I actually have a t-shirt that I made with, with it has like a silhouette of Han and Lando, and it says like the pimp and the hustler. <laughs> I'm definitely sending <laughs> the, that to you guys, the, the artwork. The pimp and the hustler. I like that. Yeah, it was like dope, that. man. I wish we can get some uh, royalty-free Star Wars music, some should, Imperial March. That shit don't fucking exist, man. Uh, there's no such thing as royalty-free. 
Uh, no. The mouse is going to show up kicking on your door? Yeah, they'll fucking... Come on out here, motherfuckers. We got some shit to talk about. <laughs> They're stealing from me. <laughs> playing with my money. It's like playing with my emotions, motherfucker. Mickey, don't play, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Give yeah. us some of that bass music, Ray. Take us out on the high note. Don't forget to visit us on our website at g2ta.net and gottotalkabout.com. The fellas. Yep. Why do you think this thing makes you go to sleep, man? Dude, I'm You've really been enlightened. having a hard time staying awake right now. You're fucking me. enlightened, man. Whatever, dude. It's like, it's like Peter Dinklage when they give him an actual script. No, it's like fake-ass Star Wars music. That, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the the Last Jedi falling asleep. No, The Force Awakens falling asleep. Oh, right yeah. Go, I remember. Right I had to wake you up. I said, yo, I you, fucking you paid to, tickets for this you shit. You had to wake me up oh, like too? three fucking times. No, this was for uh, The Force Awakens. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Remember, I fell asleep in the movie theater watching that. I fell asleep, and I woke up like right before Han Solo got stabbed through the face. I was like, what? <laughs> what just happened? It's like... Wait, did Han Solo just die? <laughs> did fucking, I didn't know what the hell was going on. All right, Some people it. cried in the th- theater. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I fell asleep. Till next time, guys. Peace.